Hello, friends, benders, and non-benders alike. Welcome to Braving the Elements, Nickelodeon's podcast about all things Avatarverse. I'm Janet Varney. And I'm Dante Bosco. And as we count down towards the end of book two, we knew there was no way we can do the rest of the season without reuniting two long-lost siblings... That's right. If you all think back to the early part of our second season of Braving the Elements, we had one of our favorite human beings on the show, but it was one of the episodes that Dante couldn't be here for. That's right. So today to take a closer look at Book Hey, can you wait one second? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not used to not knowing what I'm doing. (laughs) Now, as we take a closer look at Book 2, Episode 18, we are so thrilled to be joined by my sister on the show, the voice actor of Azula, the wonderful Gray Delal, everybody. Welcome her back to the show. Welcome back, Gray. Jumping in as Azula often does. How are you Uh, doing? Listen, like I'm answering for her now. Uh, Gray is here with us, but it is a shorter school day than we realized it was going to be when we made the recording scheduled for today. So this might be a little bit of a shorter episode because we don't want Gray to abandon her children. That might be something Azula would do, but not Gray Delilah. My own mother thought I was a monster. She was right, of course, but it still hurt. But you guys could just excuse me, and then you guys can talk behind my back. That's what Azula would do. <gasps> of course. That is what she would do. That's not uh, us. That's not no, who we are. No. Uh, I'm a people person. Uh, hmm, I'm suspicious, but hopeful. <laughs> okay, so where were we last on the show, Dante, in Avatar? So the last episode of Avatar, we talked about Lake Logai with the hilarious Jill Kim Booster. And in that episode, we found out a lot about bossing say that was both intriguing and disturbing. Uh, but the upside is we also got to see Aang and Appa finally be reunited, right? Which was wonderful because everyone knows I was having a nervous breakdown that Aang and Appa were apart. So I'm glad they're back together. It was heart-wrenching for sure. It was heart-wrenching. So in this episode, we are finding out about a little bit deeper into the Earth King's palace. We know that the gang has been trying to talk to the Earth King for quite some time. And there's a lot going on with Zook in this episode. You know, there is so much going on in this episode written by... By our wonderful John O'Brien and our wonderful Ethan Spaulding that I think that we should just get into it. I mean, this is big stuff. Now that we're sort of towards the end of this season of book two, um, a lot of threads are sort of getting braided together, not the least of which is the appearance of a certain someone in this episode that we'll see a little bit deeper in that um, is, as usual, conniving and up to no good. But I'm not going to name names right now. No, no, no. Good. <laughs> So let's jump in. Let's go. Okay, so as we start the episode with beautiful shots of a tiny island, with one of the first things we notice on this island being Abba, which is a sight for sore eyes, and then there's Aang hugging Abba's giant head, telling him how much he missed him. And of course, Momo's got to get in on this too. Mm-hmm. But Sokka can't let anyone relax too long. They should go to the Earth King, he decides, now, now that they've escaped the Daili and they have Abba back. Katara and Toph aren't feeling so confident. They want to give up on bossing say, but Aang's on board with Sokka's thinking, and they convince Katara that they have to at least try. Yeah. It's the whole reason we came here in the first place. We have to try. Well, I guess if the Earth King knew the truth, things could change. I don't trust the new positive Sokka. Lofang brainwashed you, didn't he? Just then, they notice several ships on the water, likely searching for them. So they're off, riding bareback towards the palace. No, he has no saddle on, which was kind of crazy. No saddle. Uh-huh. I know that was kind of. I was like, oh, I forgot about that. That's crazy. Yeah, uncomfortable. Bareback. Yeah, very uncomfortable. And as they draw closer, we we fall under uh, surface-to-air rock fire. Mm. These rocks are massive, but Aang gets rid of a couple of them almost like 
has an annoyance, which is very cool. He does all kinds of different bending from earth bending to air bending. It's really cool yeah. to see how good of an earth bender he has become. Yeah. And in fact, on the landing, Aang topples the entire brigade like dominoes, but it's not over yet. Team Avatar has to take on reinforcement after reinforcement, and Katara's really working that water whip. I mean, they're all, she loves at this point, whip. the gang's looking like masters. I mean, Toph's doing masterful earthbending. Yeah. Katara's doing masterful waterbending. The airbending's going crazy. For sure. And Toph's turning stairs into flat surfaces, and even in the inside the palace, they have to fight more guards. It's like never-ending guards. But really, really cool. But we're like, will they ever make it to the king? It's like a video game. Will they ever make it to the boss? They're yeah. Just over and over and over. Yeah. Uh, we don't know is my answer to you, my friends, because we actually zoom over to Zuko and Iroh, who are just returning from Lake Laogai themselves. But Zuko, we see, is not doing that well. After a bout of dizziness, he sort of collapses. And that's all we get right? That's all we get. We get that little tease of like, oh no, what's wrong with Zuko? Before we go back to the palace where Sokka takes this amazing flying kick at maybe the biggest doors I've ever seen. And we've been to some temples on this show. We've seen some big doors. They're really big doors. Does not go well. Luckily, Aang finishes the job of opening those doors for him and they've made it. And there, in fact, is the king voiced by our beloved Phil Lamar, of course. But also we see Long Fang and the Dai Li. So the gang pleads for the king to trust them. But he's like, why should I? So Team Avatar ends up dropping their weapons. They stand down and the Dai Li, you know, immediately it detains them with their flinging rock handcuffs that I was the rock handcuffs. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And only when Long Fang instructs his men to make sure the Avatar and his friends never see the light of day. Does the king even realize that he's face-to-face with the Avatar? This is the first he's hearing about this. So does that change his mind? Sort of. Um, it seems like it's really more about his bear, Bosco, being super into Aang. But listen, whatever works, that's fine. Aang, of course, states his case. Well, sir, there's a war going on right now. For the past 100 years, in fact. The Dailies kept it secret from you. It's a conspiracy to control the city and to control you. And Long Fang is like, no, 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 no. What are you going to trust this guy? Come on, it's me, Long Fang. I'm the best. And the king <laughs> is like, yeah, you know what? I need to trust my advisor. But Sokka has one last idea, right? If Long Fang has never seen a sky bison, as he claims, then he won't mind showing a little leg. And we remember from last episode that Appa picked up Long Fang and hurled him into the lake. So he's got this giant Appa bite mark, which looks to me like Pez candy. It's like Pez candy shaped. <laughs> yes. Uh, very so they, Aang and Appa sort of help make this connection. And the king is like, OK, I guess those are sky bison teeth marks. I'm on board. I believe you about the sky bison, but not about the conspiracy. So it's like, does he believe him? Does he not believe him? We don't know, and we're going to have to wait and see. Yes, because for now, we're checking back in with little Zuzu and his dumb uncle. I mean, we're seeing how poor brave Zuko is doing because we're all very worried. Uh Yeah, Iroh treats Zuko, who has a terrible fever and thirst for water. And meanwhile, the king shocks everyone by riding the train for the first time, like a regular person. We find (laughs) out that the king has literally never been outside of his own palace. And the gang is taking the king to Lake Laogai to prove their story is true. But the whole underwater lair is now gone. The king's over it. So Team Avatar comes up with a different idea. They'll show him the war at the outer wall. If you come with us to the outer wall, we can prove to you that the secret war is real. No Earth King has ever been to the outer wall. I don't have any more time for this nonsense. 
if you come with us, this time you can ride on Appa. And when in doubt, offer up a free Sky Bison ride. Who doesn't love that? And as they ride, mm-hmm. the king shows even more of his innocence by admitting to the gang that he sort of hopes what they're saying about the war isn't true. So good luck with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now we're back with Zuzu. I mean, uh, Zuko and Iroh. Zuko's mm-hmm. tossing and turning in his uneasy sleep. And then we see his fever dream in a Fire Nation palace. A man who kind of looks like Zuko, but with no scar on his face, sits on a throne surrounded by one red and one blue dragon. A beautiful woman's voice says, It's getting late. Are you planning to retire soon, my lord? I'm not tired. Relax, Fire Lord Zuko. Just let go. Give in to it. Shut your eyes for a while. It seems like the voice, which I cannot say enough good things about, is coming from the blue dragon. It's amazing. Emmy worthy. Um, Uh Why the dragon gotta be blue? I don't know. (laughs) Uh, She encourages him to get some rest. But the dragon tells the fire lord, which I guess is, in fact, Zuko, not to trust the blue dragon for some reason. Which seems really stupid because this gorgeous blue dragon with the great voice is clearly the smartest oh girl in the room. Goodness. Oh, okay. Oh, you sorry. know what, great? Um no no no. No no no. No, it's fine. Even no, in no. his hold dreams, on. Barney. Hold on. Now hold on, everyone. It's pulling up a lot of it's like it's Yeah. No, no, no. This is fine. I just think maybe we should take uh, a little break. You know what? Let's take let's all take a quick break. You know? Yes. I warned you this could happen. I mean, even Shh, in relax, his dreams. Dante. No, no, no. Take a just break, or may you never rise from the ashes of your shame and humiliation. <laughs> okay. Whew. Okay, we're back from our break. Okay, we're back. And I'm going to go ahead and take over Zuko's dream. That might be best. Of Gray. Take over. You're always taking so over. So this ratchet blue dragon <laughs> is telling Zuko to go to sleep. In the dream, everything starts to dissolve away. And the blue dragon says, Sleep just like mother. And suddenly Zuko's mom. Zuko and Azula's mom. I mean, they're both. It's, uh, it's, yeah, yeah. Of course, it's also Azula's mom, but it's really mm-hmm. Zuko's mom. Uh-huh. <laughs> really. She doesn't want to claim me. Uh-huh. So, exactly yes, yes. Right. Zuko and Azula's mom is there. And <laughs> mom's begging Zuko to help her, but he's being swallowed into the ground. So yeah. it's not a great dream. It's a no. great dream for me. It was my favorite dream. Anyway, go ahead. Luckily, Gray, we don't have to deal with that anymore because we're back with Appa. Flying the gang into the outer wall, which is actually a very beautiful yeah, land beautiful out there. I don't know what the king's tripping on. Yeah. And then <laughs> they do see uh, the drill, which we can still see. and The yeah. drill that Azula and the girls came with, right? Correct. So it's hard to say, but... You know the drill. <laughs> How dare you? No, Yeah, it's hard to say that there's no war going on when there's a giant Fire Nation drill, just big Fire Nation sign. Just trying to breach your walls. Drill, baby, drill. No, but Long Fang, good old Long Fang, <laughs> appears with an explanation. He's such a politician. He's very slimy. <laughs> it's a construction project. It's an imported drill for okay. construction project. And he's saying like the he's Earth like, Kingdom He's like, we got it from the Fire Nation, but it's not the Fire Nation. There's a Fire Nation sign on it because it's imported. <laughs> it's imported. Like, what this does the Fire Nation know about car. drilling Earth? This is my friend's car. I don't even know where that came from. <laughs> totally. <laughs> but the king finally <sighs> sees the truth, thank goodness, and he yeah. orders the daily to arrest Long Fang, which they do, which I was so hyped on when they did that. Yeah. And I thought that was the end of Long Fang. Mm-hmm. Don't get too comfy. Foreshadow report. Yeah. 
But to quote Sokka, looks like Long Thing is long gone. Mm-hmm. I hope so. He was holding that one for a long time. Oh, yeah. He was very ready with Long Fang is long gone. Very Sokka. Uh, so back at the palace, the king thanks Team Avatar, expressing both regret and, and shame that he has been in the dark for so long. But now they can finally tell him. Finally, they can tell him what they came for. So they explain the coming eclipse and what this opportunity means, right? So th- they know they need to invade the Fire Nation on the day of the Black Sun. The king is reluctant because he feels like it's a bad idea to send troops away from Ba Sing Se, making the city vulnerable. But they do convince him just before General Howe, who we find out is the leader of something called the Council of Five, comes in to make a report on Long Feng. And they say when searching his office, they discovered a box that contained secret files on everyone in Ba Sing Se. And I know this is a little bit of a share me the details moment, but the size of that box is real small. It's like shoebox size. So I'm <laughs> yeah. curious, like, how small the files are that you Boxes can... Boxes in this cartoon you know, are bigger than they appear. Sorry. And then the files are like rolled up or something. And it's like, these are scroll <laughs> they're, files? And then, oh, they're scrolls. On? So then you're like, wait, I think you must have a thousand boxes and they're just giving one example. That's <laughs> like, what I'm telling myself. Can a zip myself. drive and just put it like... Exactly. <laughs> it's a box full of zip drives. Guys, don't look too carefully at it. It is fine. Let's move on. Uh, so we find out apparently Toph's mom as part of this like stuff that has not been given to Team Avatar. Toph's mom apparently wrote her a letter saying she was in Ba Sing Se and Toph has never seen this letter. But more importantly, does anyone remember the thing that Guru Patik attached to Appa's horn a million years ago, right? Back in Appa's Lost Days. Oh, yeah. We forgot to. Because when they say that, I'm like, wait a minute. He did tie something to Appa's horn. That feels like forever ago. So Long Fang got that, stole it, pulled it off Appa. And now Aang is finally getting to read it. So we don't know what it says yet, but... You know, we're wondering, and they're wondering, is there anything for Sokka and Katara, anything from their family? Sadly, there isn't, except they find out. There is an intelligence report that might interest you. A small fleet of water tribe ships? What? That could be Dad! Protecting the mouth of Chameleon Bay? Led by Hakoda? It is Dad! And, of course, we also remember in Appa's Last Days flying over that fleet. So we have seen it. We know that report is true. Okay, Gray, just a check-in. How do you feel about taking this next part of the episode? I'm feeling very centered. I feel in charge. Feel in charge? I'm going to be myself. Azula's trying to take over. She's trying to be Fire Lord of my soul, but I'm not going to allow it. No, you're not. You're not. No, I feel really good about it, you guys. I really do. It's really important that we check in on Prince Zuko and Uncle Iroh. Yes, it is. Yes. This is good. um, I feel like I got this. Okay. She's pushed way down with all my feelings. I'm going to put food (laughs) on top of her and she'll just stay down there. Okay. And right away we find out something very important from Uncle. What's happening? Your critical decision. What you did beneath that lake, it was in such conflict with your image of yourself that you are now at war within your own mind and body. What's that mean? (coughs) You are going through a metamorphosis, my nephew. It will not be a pleasant experience. But when you come out of it, You will be the beautiful prince you are always meant to be. So this is huge, right? And it reminds us that becoming better versions of ourselves doesn't always come easy, but that it's part of the process, which is sort of Zuko's big theme in the series. Totally. And then we also have this cool parallel of the Earth King finding out about the war outside, just as Zuko is finding out about his war inside. That's deep. Okay, that's deep. (laughs) Yeah, she gets it. Yeah, I've been yeah. doing some meditation, and I'm really getting in touch with my inner... Impressed. 
tea goddess. <laughs> then we jump over to Aang, who's telling Sokka, Katara, and Toph about the guru at the Eastern Air Temple. I love that Sokka thinks a guru might be some, like, sort of poisonous blowfish, possibly because <laughs> the guru rhymes with fugu, which is actually, that's an actual blowfish oh, yeah. people eat. Yeah. Oh, that's right. And it's the kind that you can get poisoned by if it's not prepared right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. Good point. Cartoon. You know, there's always like a deeper meaning. Uh Anyway, um, that combined with the good news about Chief Hakoda and Toph feeling a connection with her mom, it's just a lot of good stuff to process. But does it all mean that the gang will have to split up? It seems that way, right? So Toph will see her mom. Aang's headed to the temple, and because of her wonderful heart, Katara will stay and strategize with the Earth king while Sokka goes to chameleon. I don't think she has a good heart at all. She kicked my butt so and I'll never get over it. I knew I'm you fine. were pushing no. it. Okay. Azula. I knew when Sorry. you called She's... her, you said she had a wonderful heart. I said, that's a stretch too far. I burped She's a little gonna... something and she just like, popped. yeah. <laughs> so for a second, it seems like Aang will get to tell Katara how he feels, but of course that gets interrupted. It's so frustrating. Yeah. And the king yeah. comes to see Aang and Sokka off, which is how we find out that a group of three Kyoshi warriors are in the city. Sokka vouches for them, Katara kisses Aang on the cheek, and Toph tells them she'll miss everyone. And it's such a sweet moment for everyone all involved. It is. is. A lot of Katang moments in this episode, Varney. (laughs) Well, a lot of almost Katang moments. Almost Katang moments. On the other side, a lot of shirtless Zuko being sick, getting through his situation for all the Zutara shippers out there. Hot, sweaty Zuko shirtless. Hot, sweaty Zuko on the other side. Because then yeah. we go back to Iroh and Zuko, and who yep. he's finally strong enough to get out of bed, splash some water on his face, which all of a sudden turns out isn't his face. It's a blend yeah. of his face and Aang's face, which is full on That's like wild. horror movie for like a second. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then Zuko wakes up in bed. He's touching his scar anxiously. Mm-hmm. And then we check in one last time with Aang and Sokka, who's feeling pretty good about everything, including the fact that Suki's at the palace waiting for him. Mm-hmm. They're both feeling themselves. Like, we have girls waiting for us at home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Aang was like, yeah, we got there. girls waiting for us. Really, yeah. Aang? Really? Yeah. Now we see that we cut to the prison cell where Long Fang, trifling Long Fang's being held. I was hoping we were never going to see him again. Yeah. But no. No, he's already back. He's there sitting in the cell. And then we find out that the Dai Li are still loyal to him. Yeah. What? They're like, the Not other good. group is loyal to the king, but the Dai Li got your back still, which is yeah. disheartening. And then we're off to top <laughs> when me. she's going to meet her mother <laughs> in some kind of ominous building that's all the lights are out. And she's like, yeah. hello, mom, are you here? And then she doesn't meet her mom. She actually gets captured. A metal case comes down on top of her head. And then we see Chin Fu and Master Yu as they come out. These guys. Ah, where did, <laughs> I mean, we I, these not guys, seen them in a minute. In forever. I th- I've totally forgotten about these guys. These guys, but they were strategizing. There they were, yeah. And so they, they now have kind of got their, which we remember all of a sudden, they have like this yeah. money from the Beifung family to yeah. get this little girl straight too far from home. It's ominous. Yeah. And then yeah. we finally see the Earth King greeting the Kyoshi Warriors, which I was very excited at the moment because I didn't think about what was happening in the previous episodes. Yeah. And yeah. then I see it's not Suki and the girls, it's someone else. In our hour of need, it is with the highest honor that I welcome our esteemed allies, the Kyoshi Warriors. We are the Earth King's humble servants. 
Evil amber eyes greeting dress. Someone dressed up playing dressed up Trojan As horse a action. Warrior, that is really Trick or mean. treat. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's such a dishonor. It's, such it's an always insult. a Zula coming in. Here's a Zula. How many like last second zingers in an episode of, has a Zula just come in to just have that every other episode. stupid smirk on her face? <laughs> Since she was a little child, little that one little moment from day one, that yeah. same evil smile. And also, like, was it this easy to get into the Earth Kingdom? Like, oh my gosh. And like, all those guards. Me definitely have to give it up to Azula. We need to move the guards around a little bit. There's too many guards in one area, not enough That's in the true. other. That's true. <laughs> well, the gang did the heavy lifting. And yeah, then once they yeah. got through everybody, they're all tired. You know, they're all in the medics and stuff. They're like, that <laughs> avatar and his gang yeah. beat us up pretty good. I know. I'm just saying... All you have to do is slap on some beautiful Kiyoshi makeup and someone will just let you in because they'll I'm believe sure. that you couldn't possibly be Azula and her cronies. <laughs> like, you see her trying to sort of not sound like Azula, which, great, we always talk about you in every episode that Azula's in and how brilliant you are and, like, how many nuances you can play. And I do hear, like, I hear Azula... We don't talk Azula, that nicely about you. We do. I'm sorry, Dante, but we do. We hear Azula trying to sound like Suki, which is amazing because you could sound exactly like Suki if you wanted to because we know because you're great at Lyle. So the fact that you filter Suki through Azula's voice is, like, so brilliant and um, got to give it you're up. You're trying to act like a nice girl, but I can hear the mean girl in you oh, all the yeah. time. Oh, she's always She's there. peeking through. Yes. Shining and shining. Sorry. You just mine those parts inside of you and... Let him shine for a second. There's no problem with that. Uh, not even in this episode of Braving the Elements. Hint, hint. Okay. I don't think we saw any new animals in terms of Animal Crossing in this episode, except for the blue and red dragons that are part of Zuko's dream, which we'll talk about as a kind of a foreshadow report. Um, I'd love to hear from you both who you think had the most valuable bending in the episode and who had the most valuable non-bending in the episode. Dante, where's your head? Valuable bending? I mean, I think it's Aang as an all-star even though everyone was doing great bending when they came because mm-hmm. they had to defeat a lot of people and they had to get to the king it's all about getting to the king and yep. really Aang took it on I mean he did masterful bending all different kinds of bending as he's True. defeating these groups and groups of people the incredible air bending when he split the rock in half and then we came and when him and like Toph are back to back back yeah, to back that was bending, very important take, it was amazing what do you think? No, Barney? you're right. It's true that like that is the right argument in that I don't know if they ever would have made it to the palace and into the palace without that airbending. But I will say, as an honorable mention, Appa airbending and giving that king a ride true. is the only true, thing true. that made the king be like, maybe I will believe no, you guys. That's so true. it's that's great. True. Every episode is very easy for us to want to give uh, most valuable bending to Appa because he is the reason they're able to go anywhere most yeah, of the time. Exactly. <laughs> so and he is your running. He's a little. But I agree that Aang seems to have done the most. Like, let's actually get to the palace before we get completely blown down by rock to air missiles. So what do you think, Ray? You you on board for that? Yeah, he's like the one who's in the office doing all the jobs and everyone else is just walking around with a salad. Yeah, he's really like, you know, he's staying late. <laughs> he's doing everything. Come through with the mail cart. Thankless Not job. Him. Somebody's stealing his stapler. Um, exactly. I hardly ever agree with my brother, but I'm going to give him this one. Ang. Thank you very much. These are steps. It's Thank steps, you. y'all. It's steps. This is like therapy. It's great. Um, okay, I'm going to say something very controversial. But I'm starting to think that Azula portraying a Kyoshi warrior might be one of the more valuable non-bending moments in the episode. And I can't believe I'm saying that. Where, what, but again, how, what, why? What are you talking because about? Because 
it's so hard to get. It's the reason they get in. It's so hard to get into the city. And then she realized, it's like, oh, you can't get in by force, but you can get in by wiles. And that's very Azula. And I do think this idea of like infiltrating is after all we've seen everyone go through trying to get into Ba Sing Se, um, the fact that she just slithers in there pretending to be someone else is like, you got to give it up for that. Like, you got to give her. All it took was a sharp outfit. Yeah, it's a sharp outfit. You got to. An outfit sharp enough to puncture the hull of an Empire-class Fire Nation battleship, leaving thousands to drown at sea because it's so sharp. Sorry. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Sorry. I'm sorry. I almost cut myself with that sharp Uh, sharp (laughs) outfit right there. Quick question, Barney. What what element does Avatar Kyoshi come from? Kyoshi is Earth Kingdom. She's Earth. So the Kyoshi warriors are of the Earth Kingdom, so they have a little bit of a easier time like we all i'm saying all you had to do yeah of course they're gonna get welcomed in but apparently all you have to do is dress like them and someone will be like oh cool 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 you're clearly with us you're a kiyoshi warrior earth kingdom great come on in you're our allies it's like dicaprio catch me if you can he's like he looks like a pilot so yeah he's he's acting like a pilot let's let him fly confidence and azula's got a lot of confidence the confidence confidence. just like new york city just look like you know where you're going and people won't question you that's right. But do we get to talk about the dragons? <gasps> yes, please. Will you tell us? Yes, because the, the, from the Avatar wiki, the, the dragons physically resemble the kundalini serpents of Hinduism. Oh, and the kundalini that. is an energetic coil located in the base of the spine. And it's said to be shaped mm. like twisted serpents. And after oh. Zuko committed this selfless act of letting Appa go, he achieved a spiritual awakening. And when oh. Zuko wakes up, he behaves much more calmly and peacefully. I'm not sure if you noticed because he's, his consciousness oh. has expanded. So just a little Easter uh. egg. I did my homework. Okay, I'm sorry. Most valuable bending goes to Gray Delisle for bringing up this Avatar <laughs> Wiki uh, morsel. Yeah, that's great. I'm a wiki I mean, nerd. there is heavy stuff with the Zuko. I mean, if we look at the Zuko Iroh part of the story, I mean, the whole thing where Iroh's talking about you broke. I mean, Zuko broke himself by making a decision to do something that he went against himself. Like, and even yeah. though his old self was making bad decisions, like once he started to change that, now he's like you guys said, it's like he's in that inner turmoil with himself. So that's a very valuable moment of him kind of going through that. Absolutely. Feeling tired, overwhelmed, pulled in too many directions? Maybe it's time for a vacation to Lake Laogai. Forget your worries and everything else in the tranquil oasis of Lake Laogai, knowing you're safe under the watchful eye of the Earth King and his loyal army. Yep, loyal, every last one of them. So come, relax, dream, forget. It's all waiting for you at Lake Laogai. You know what? Let me say this. This is what I'm noticing right now, and then we're going to let Grey go. It's like the clip that we played earlier when Iroh says you're going through that metamorphosis and that it's not going to be pleasant, but when you come out of it, you're going to be this beautiful prince that you were always meant to be. I feel like we've seen a lot of that even in this episode of Braving the Elements. Here we've seen Grey fighting against the Azula inside her and coming out in the end and blowing our minds with some transformative Hinduism uh, that really puts everything in this beautiful, like, big picture perspective. So... I just want my redemption arc. I need a movie. Exactly. I know there are movies coming out. There better be a Zula one. There's I mean, we'll some, see. Somebody's I mean, going to we'll burn. Right. I'm sure a lot of people will burn with Azula around. A lot of people. Uh, for sure. For sure. 
Gray, darling, darling Gray, uh, where can we oh, find you online? Tell us anything we need to know guys. about, and then please, for the love of your children, go and get them and have a wonderful holiday with them. Um, I am on Twitter still for as long as until the wheels come off that one. <laughs> um, at Gray Delisle, I t- went back to my maiden name. Um, I'm a maiden. I'm just a little maiden. Um, That's right. <laughs> and Instagram, um, and I write new songs like every week, and I put them out about every two weeks. So follow me on Spotify and Apple Music and everything. It's just Gray Delisle. And um, you will be happy because new songs come out every couple weeks, and they're good. And I put out videos on YouTube every couple weeks. And You know like those geniuses? That people are like, they can't stop making art. Like they, ha- they're compelled to. It's an, it's a force that's just like coming out of them all the time. That's great. Like she cannot not be a genius. She can't help. I literally tell people when Emily ask about you. It's like, have you seen those commercials with the world's most interesting man? Yeah, Gray's the world's most interesting no, woman. Period. To me, and now her you know. son is the world's most interesting man. No offense to your other kids, but his art is behind yeah. me. I've been staring at his beautiful art. That's amazing. I'm in his studio. Yeah. This is where I record. Yeah, you guys are just. I just love and adore you both. Not you, but yeah. No, I do. I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> a little bit. I no, know. but no, but but yeah. Anyway, I can't believe yes. I just said that. No, but I really do love you. Well, I miss you. I hope to see you in real life. We soon. love you, Gray. Yes, hugs to you guys. Bye. All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening to Avatar Braving the Elements. And hey, make sure to subscribe, follow, leave us a review. All of that really helps the podcast so much. And we love you guys. Next week, we have a very special episode in honor of Mako, who voiced Uncle Iroh, featuring our two dads, Mike DiMartino and Brian Konetsko, and the return of the amazing voice director, Andrea Romano. You can follow me on social media at the JV Club on Instagram and at Janet Varney on Twitter. And I'm at Dante Bosco on both of those. We'll see you next Tuesday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Podcasts.